Our sponsor today is nine-time NBA All-Star Gary Payton. GP would drain threes all game, but then he'd also be fierce on the defensive end. Thanks for coming back to listen to the Anecdotal Experience podcast. A week without you, makes me kind of blue. I wrote that. That's all me. Hey guys, thanks for coming back. You're my friends, you're good people, you support me, and I appreciate you. Today, our guest is Greg Waite. Greg Waite looks like a milk toast guy. Um... Like like he wouldn't hurt a fly. It turns out Greg Waite has been to jail five times um, and has quite a badass streak. So I'm really excited about this episode. Um, this is a good story. Some good stuff in it. I really liked it. The sound quality is really great. We both talked into the microphones, had the filter on. You're going to like it. Um, thanks for coming and leave an iTunes review. I might give you five bucks. I might, I might not. Leave an iTunes review. All right, thanks for being here. Let's do this episode. Greg, wait. The unexpected badass. Let's get to Dave Wait. Dave Wait. JK. <laughs> Greg Wait. All right, Greg. What uh, you got? You have a you had a couple different stories that you were gonna tell. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do the one, I think. Good. I'm excited for this one. Backstory. Like, good backstory. Who were you? Don't tell us where you went to college, because no one cares. I was in high school. I don't care where you went to college. Okay. But, like, who are you at this Ohio, point in your life? Ohio State. I for three that. and a half years. I don't even and then uh, a year and a half. Not at, listening. It took me... Okay. Uh, I was... I don't know. I was weird. I, uh, kind of weird. I was kind of weird. I had really long hair, not long enough to part, but long enough that you could not see my eyes. Okay. Uh, emo bangs? Sorta. And I did, like, I liked Taking Back Sunday and I liked, uh, Brand New. Okay. And the starting line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Outline trio? Nah, not for real. Slash at all. I didn't like I, didn't, I couldn't name it. Get out of my apartment. I'm sorry, dog. Right. First I liked Motion Christian. City soundtrack. Okay, fair. I liked uh, uh, no Christian bands. That's too bad. Are you going to bleep that fuck? It was pretty... Uh, what? It was whispered. No, I don't bleep anything. But you bleep fuck. You, you bleeped butt fuck. That's the one I do. Okay. And uh, butt <laughs> I'm going to delete that one too. You're, that one you just said? Yeah. Nobody will know what it was. I know. Can I describe it? Tell your they story. Should, they should have some idea. Tell your story. Okay. I uh, was. I had long hair, and I, I wore uh, one of those band like a. It wasn't a wristband, but it, you like put it uh, on your forearm. Sweatband. Sweatband. Okay. Uh, that had an anarchy symbol on it. Oh gosh. Uh, I liked V for Vendetta a lot. Um, like a lot. I saw V for Vendetta like seven times in theaters. Yeah. That feels relevant. Um, yeah. That's a, yeah, it's a good detail, man. <laughs> I, uh, I was, I wasn't speaking to my dad at the time. I was very, I thought I was rebellious or I was or something. Yeah. And, um, and I had a sweet emo girlfriend that with big titties. All right. And that was me. You're Do living. You need more? 
Yeah, we know you're living the dream. I'm living the dream. Mm-hmm. I had recently started playing guitar, so I was a rock star. Cool. Uh, let's see. Only power chords. That's all you need. And shredding. I shredded also. Cool. I was a shredder. So you're like you're like a cool guy. <clears throat> no. No. I had uh, I had two friends at my high school. Two people that I spoke to outside of high school mm-hmm. ever. Uh, and they were both, one of them I'd known since kindergarten, the other I'd known since sixth grade. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I had acquaintances, and just, I hated everybody. I did not like anybody at my high school. You're the weird kid. Anarchy, yeah. sweatband, weird guy. Weird is the right word, but it was more just like I didn't, I was the uninteractive kid. Okay. Like, I just nobody... How'd you get that girlfriend, man? That's the thing. I had I had a large group of friends from Colerain. So I would go to Colerain every weekend. No one, we're, all of our listeners are in Sorry, Las Vegas. Sorry, I'm from Wyoming, Ohio, not Wyoming, the state. Uh, Wyoming, Ohio is in America. Okay. And uh, Colerain is 15 minutes away driving. Okay. So once I started driving, I was there every weekend. And, to uh, hang out with the other goth kids. W- no, none of them were. They were all wrestling kids. They were all jocks. So we, we live a weird life, man. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. But that was because my other friend from uh, kindergarten moved to Colerain when he was in second grade, and we just stayed friends forever, best friends. So okay. Still know him. So you're weird? I'm weird. You're hanging out with Colerain kids. Colerain kids. Who are also weird. Maybe they're not. No, they weren't. They were weird, but they were a normal weird. Okay. I was a slightly abnormal weird, but still mostly normal. Got it. Yeah. So how'd you get into this situation? So my large-breasted girlfriend, mm-hmm. I just want to, I'm bragging, aren't I? Is that bragging? I totally. I say that. You already said it, though. Okay, my bad. It's out there. She wasn't, she won't hear it. She might hear it. Oh, fuck, I feel bad. Anyway. I she, think she knows. Okay. I think she knows she's well aware of her own body. <laughs> uh, she um, she lived right next to Colerain Park in okay. Colerain in Ohio. We got uh, and and I was in Colerain just because I was. I don't think I was driving at the time, but I just went there every weekend anyway when I could. And I didn't really have a place to sleep that night. Um, I had places that I could have slept, like my friend had a trailer that I could have snuck into after his parents went to sleep, and there was somebody else who said I might be able to, but I decided that the better idea was to wait until her parents went to sleep, sneak into her house, and fool around, and then uh, sneak out when her parents woke up, sleep in the park. Okay. Next to her house. So you're willing to not sleep in a bed to fool around? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, no latency, period. Yeah. Plus, I was 16. That's a normal time to be. Totally. All still, right. We're yeah. with you, man. Cool. All right. Uh, and so I did that. I was chilling in the park. I was just listening to my Walkman CD player. Yeah. And uh, listening to the starting line. You like the starting line still? I do. Yeah? I still do. I kind of do. I don't listen to them, though. All Kanye. But uh, I was chilling in the park, and her parents went to sleep. And so I snuck into her window. She was on the first floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and we fooled around. We, we, I put my whole fist in that place. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't like this, it was like with the fingers extended, but I just, I thought that was what was good. Like you put one finger in to get it excited and then you just slowly fit all five fingers into it. And she enjoyed it or pretended to. I don't know. Is that good? Have you ever used that technique? I'm really sorry, Mom. <laughs> I forgot about your mom. All right. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh-huh. What happened after that? Uh, we we said our goodbyes, and uh, I went back to the park with a sleeping bag. And I was sleeping by the foot. The football field was right next to our house and right next to the park. And I slept in the football field for a little while. Couldn't really sleep. So I ended up just sort of walking around the park, like meandering around. Okay. And uh, around six or seven in the morning, I noticed that the bathroom of the park was taped off and that there were police officers sort of roaming around also. Okay. So I just like sat on a bench and stared watching these police officers for uh, like maybe 15, 20 minutes before one of them approached me and started to ask me questions. And the questions were innocent as far as I could see, asking if I had seen anything. Okay. Asking, uh, you know, where I had been that night, which is less innocent, but I wasn't, I don't know. But I told them I had been at a friend's house, one of the friends who said I could have He's told them there. about the fist and all that stuff. No fisting okay. in that conversation. But you were just looking, you were just kind of gawking at whatever's going on over by this bathroom. Right. Because like, it was What's happening over yeah, here? I'm bored. bored. I can't sleep. Okay, cool. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and they asked me questions for maybe five or six minutes, and that I started to get like, wait, so am I a suspect? Like, I may have said that, those exact words, but I said something along those lines. And uh, that's when they read me my rights and started getting into more questions still under uh wait they read you they read you your rights right and then they kept asking you questions right. not they they said oh we just have to read you your rights okay because they're gonna keep asking you because they could use it in a court of law yada, yada, yada. right okay uh still mostly to me i didn't think i was in any trouble because yeah because you didn't you just like hanging out right burning time right yeah and uh and then they, I don't know, the questions went on, and it was still under the pretext of, like, this, you're fine, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, we're just, yeah. And uh, eventually I was like, so why, can I go? Like, I'm, why am I being asked these questions? Right. And they told me that somebody had been stabbed and robbed. Jeez. And... Uh, I don't know if they said I was the sus- a suspect, but it was intimated that I was the suspect because when I was asking to leave, they put handcuffs on me wow. and put me in the back of a police car. <clears throat> so at this point, like there are still cops that are on my side. Like there was, a, I remember the guy whose police car it was was like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, you're going through all this. Right. It's going to be fine. You're a good kid." But I was obviously. Uh, upset at this point, like I thought. You when you get the cuffs on? Yeah. Well, at what part? <laughs> well, at what point are you like? Well, at what point do you realize? Oh wait, I am a suspect. 
when they put the cuffs on. When they put the so you hadn't even thought about it. You're just no. like talking to cops because I didn't stab anybody. I right. was a 16 year old kid. Okay, I had never. Whenever I had done something wrong, I'd known that I did something wrong. Right. I didn't think sleeping in the park was an offense. No. I didn't think any of that. I mean, I did lie about where I was, so maybe I did know it in the back of my mind. But I didn't. I was You're just helping the cops. Yeah, right. Okay. So you get cuffed up. Uh, yeah. And I'm in the back of the police car. And uh, they're continuing to question me a little bit, just regular people. And then comes two detectives and they are wearing like trench coats they weren't wearing fedoras but it, it felt oh, like gosh yeah it really felt like those like the movies you see where they're interrogating a suspect and uh they were asking me questions are you like, still in the park or are you in the at the station now no i'm at the edge of the park uh where the cars are parked in the park park you're not in the cop car I'm in the cop car. You're in there questioning you. Okay. No, I mean, like, I'm, they would pull me out of the cop car to question me occasionally. Okay. All right. Um, and they they asked me, they really grilled me. Like, it was rapid fire questions, and uh, and it was really scary. They asked me at one point, like, where is the knife? Like, I know you are lying. Right. Where is the knife? Just tell me. I'm trying to help you. Right. Just tell me where the knife is, and I can figure this out. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know where the knife was. But part of me really started to believe that I had done something wrong. Like, okay. My emotional state was just, I don't know, contorted. Or uh, That's a bad word. I shouldn't say that. That's a great word. Is man. it a good word? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So is it like good cop, bad cop? No, there may be, but I mean, the detectives was the bad cop. Okay. The detective was bad cop and the other guy was on my side, except they eventually, uh, or eventually it was revealed to me that the reason the detective was so sure that I had done it was because he had called my friend and found out I didn't stay there. Unbeknownst to me, he had known that while questioning me. So he was positive because he knew I had lied. He was positive I was lying about robbing and stabbing some man. And wait, uh, you lied to who? I lied to the officer about where I had been that night. The truth was, I had slept in the park. Oh, because you thought maybe that's not maybe that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, you weren't supposed to be there after dark. Right. And there's curfew at the time. Got it. So one little white lie got you into this mess of, like, this guy's a liar? Exactly. So he stabbed a person. Yep, he broke curfew and stabbed a person. That that was the order I saw it in. Right. You're a criminal. No. First by, yeah. First by curfew. Right, man. Uh, okay, so you're freaking out then, right? Yeah. You got to be terrified. Fucking terrified. I'm All sweating. Right. And you're, okay, I, my, I think the best part of the story, and you were just there, you're almost starting to believe that maybe you stabbed a guy. Yeah. Like I had blacked it out or something. Like, I don't know. I didn't know. I think I was taking psychology at the time and had learned that there are things that your mind can't handle, and so they just delete them. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, what if... My mind couldn't handle that I'm suddenly a murderer right. and, and, you know, robbing people. I don't know why I would rob people like I was a rich little white kid. Right. Made no sense. But that just the way they question you, it's really scary. It's really they, terrifying. 
So they question you. I think that's crazy that they question you to the point where you're an innocent person and you have no recollection of doing anything like that or being anywhere in that mind frame, but they get you to that point where you're like, maybe I killed a guy. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're trained to do, though. They're wow. trained to get a confession, period. They're not trained to get an accurate confession. Yeah. They're not trained to to figure out the truth of the matter. They're trained to make their, I think it's red to black. I only know that because of the wire, where a red case is an open case and a black case is a shut case. Okay. Uh, I only made it a season two, so. Dog. Yeah. Dog. We'll talk. We 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 do another podcast where we <laughs> okay. talk about shows we like and don't like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. I mean, they just they know how to put you under, uh, or to put you into a state where you're going to admit what they need you to, or they know, you know, like the likelihood uh, of uh, getting you there or whatever. So wow. they got me there. I mean, I didn't confess, obviously, but yeah. I was fucking terrified i thought i thought maybe i did it like it was in it was part of my mind state okay and uh yeah so then the cop that was on my side that kept saying like yeah yeah you poor kid kid. yeah 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 he was like uh yeah dude uh fuck off like you lied about that that was a bad idea oh he's not on your team anymore he was mostly reticent but i i felt like i had lost my only friend right because yeah. He was the only one there supporting me. And uh, we just sat in the cop car silently after that. Jeez. Like the once they put me back in the cop car from yeah. the investigator questioning. Um, so. Wait, I have one question. Okay. Did the guy die? Mm, I don't think so. I think that's how I got off, actually, as <sighs> he survived and so was able to identify that it was not, in fact, a skinny, little, long-haired piece of shit. Okay. All right, so keep going. You're sitting in the car with this cop who you who has lost, you've lost his trust, mm-hmm. and he's not on your team. Yeah. What happens now? Uh, so I'm sitting in the car. I was very uh, <clears throat> self-conscious about my hair. I let my hair grow that long not exactly because I was an emo kid, but because over the previous summer... I had uh, just let my hair grow because I didn't feel like getting it cut. And I worked at a pool and it was becoming blonde. And I was like, oh, look at my sweet hair and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little of an emo kid, but that wasn't the real reason. But I let it grow sort of on accident. And when I got back to school, there was a girl who I wasn't even like interested in in any way. I didn't think she was uh, somebody I wanted to associate with. But she was somebody that wouldn't normally talk to me, and she told me that my hair looked really good. I had also lost a lot of weight, and just somebody saying that to me made me feel like, all right, I should keep this hair forever, and I clung to it. But So I was very vain. I hadn't showered. My hair felt bad. And there was a news camera that was like filming me and the two or three other suspects. And I was sitting in the back of the car with my hands cuffed behind my back, And I wiggled around and found a way to get my phone and started texting my girlfriend who lived right next to the park. And uh, we talked a little bit. I mean, I could barely see. I was, you know. In handcuffs. Right. Right. Uh, But I started talking. I explained to her what happened as briefly as I could. And then she was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Whatever. And uh, I asked her if she loved me. And this is the part 
I'm I feel the worst about because like she, I asked her if she loved me planning on being like oh I love you like uh I'm in this horrible situation and now I realize that you're the one thing I have going on for me you're the one thing in my life blah 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 and she said yes I do love you and then I just didn't ever respond I never said I love you to this girl and uh that's not Nice. It's not a nice thing. It's not, like, kind? Yeah. Is the word it's not? Okay, but you know what? Why were you pussyfooting around being like, do you love me? Because I didn't love her. And Uh, it was just like, I mean, not consciously. It was just like, I wanted to say I love you, but in my heart I knew I wasn't there. Uh, So I just asked her if she loved me looking for comfort planning to say it back and then yeah. after she said it i was you were like a bad okay guy. i flipped my phone back and slid it oh you dirtbag i thought i thought this was uh i thought it was like some crazy like the cop came by and he's like give me that phone and he takes your phone and then it's like oh but my no, I the love my of my life back. you were just like hey you texted her will you validate me she uh-huh. said yeah i'll validate you and then you're like, radio thank silence. You. Yeah, no, not even thank you. That would have been worse, I think, if I had said thank you. Oh <laughs> man, it would have been, dude. We'll talk later about that being a joke. Okay, I need more jokes. You, can, I'm gonna take you that have, joke. Yeah, go for it, dog. So let's go back to the story. So you you don't text her back. What's going? I uh, I want to explore that. Why you get this text? Mm-hmm. She says. Greg, wait. I love you. Mm-hmm. Now what? Uh, I put the phone away. and um, Well, why? That's what I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I just... You sound... I'm telling you right now, you sound like a dick. I know. You I was put yourself a in a hole. I've had lots of... Uh, yeah, I'm a dick. Dig out. I'm not a nice person. Dig out. I don't know. I mean, I was young and... Uh, and is stupid. What did you want from that text message? For her to say she loved me, so I I was a good person. I was worth being a person, and I didn't stab anybody. That was what I wanted. I didn't stab anybody, I think. Still not positive. Wow. I'm it, pretty sure. All I'm right. like 98% sure I never stabbed anybody. That's a good percentile. Yeah. Um. Okay. A plus. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Um, you would have like gone to college. Um, well, I went to Ohio State, by the way. I missed that. I don't care either. Okay. Um, okay, so you got this back. You know what? We're gonna forgive you because you were in such a high stress environment. Yeah. Where did you just feel like a pos? <laughs> Was that for your mom's benefit? Like yeah. a piece of like salami. Salami. Yeah, I like salami a lot. I did not feel like a POS. I hated myself. I felt really bad. We broke up like two months later. After, after that... Like, Good for her. No, it was me. I broke up Good for her. her. After, oh, yeah. No, it was bad for her. Her life has gone very down. She might hear this. I'm going to stop. No. Uh, <laughs> she... I mean, after that, I felt bad. I knew I had to get out of the relationship. I started creating arguments where there weren't any, and... Uh, uh, eventually I broke up with her over the phone like two months after that. So it wasn't, I don't know. I'm sure she's moved on 
she may have moved on. I'm pretty hard to move on. We'll call after. her out. Okay. We'll call, We'll figure it out. I'm not going to say her name. She knows who she is. She does. Let's bring it back to the cop car. You text. You get your validation. <clears throat> yeah. Off to the precinct, or you stay uh, there? Yeah, just. About, I mean, nothing else memorable happened. I'm sure I was sitting there for a long time. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> bring us but, to the next memorable thing. So they take us to the pre. I think the other people went also. I may have been the only. Oh yeah, I was going to ask. Oh, you don't even know if there were other suspects. I you know think that there, there, there were other people that were in cop cars. Okay, but I don't imagine any of them actually committed it because, like, yeah, this always seems ridiculous to me. Apparently, it's kind of normal, but their theory about what I did was I stabbed a guy, mm-hmm. took his money, okay. went somewhere, hid that stuff. Changed my clothes, right. got a shower, came back, and then stared and watched them for 15 minutes as they investigated the scene that I just committed. Apparently, that's actually like Kyle did that sort of. He returned to the scene of the crime. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, this is so absurd. Why would I do that? I'm not a moron. I'm not Kyle Jeffers. Right. I'm just kidding. You're Kyle. not a murderer. Kyle, you're very smart. <laughs> Uh, I love Kyle. He won't. He's funnier us. than us. Yeah, yeah. That's is. all we need to say. That makes me feel bad. I know, but yeah, he is. Good job, Kyle. All right. So they think. Oh, this guy cleaned up, came back to check out the damage he'd done. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the other people, it, at least in my mind, are in the same boat as me. They're wrongly uh, incriminated. Right. Or, You're in this together. Yeah. But we didn't have any inter- interaction anyway. But they take us to uh, Colerain Police Station. And uh, they take me into a little room with a light that's all shit that's real, which is also weird to me. Like an interrogation room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and at this point, I think my mom has been called. So they are more lenient toward me because my dad, who I was sort of estranged from at the time, uh, is a lawyer and would, would not have that shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as my mom got involved, it was like, oh, hey, kid, like, we do not want to be sued for uh, wrongful arrest. So uh, things are better. But they asked me if I would take a polygraph. Okay. They uh, they were done asking me about what happened. I had fessed up to the fact that I didn't stay at the house. I told them the true story, okay. uh, including the five fingers. And um, <laughs> I think it might have just been, I don't know if I got my thumb in. Just call it up. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll do a we'll do a retro. I don't have her number anymore. I could Facebook message her. I was joking. You don't want to Facebook? Okay. What? Nothing. Uh, so I I agree to a polygraph. They're like, your mom wants to get a lawyer involved, and uh, you know every- they're intimidated by your mom. Yeah, very. Okay. And my, probably because she mentioned that my dad is the lawyer. Okay. Um, He's not a criminal lawyer. He would have no efficacy in that kind of situation, except for the fact that he's an enormous prick. Like, I love him. Like, he's a great prick. Yeah. A a good lawyer is a good prick. It's true. And uh, he's great at being a prick. And um, he's also gay. So they were very scared of my dad, I think. Or just the fact that my mom wanted uh, a lawyer involved. Like, they are afraid. Police are terrified of lawyers, always. I feel like there's a, that's like the word. There's like a way to bring up lawyer to a police officer. That's like the right way to do it. And then there's the wrong way. If I think if you scream, I'm going to sue. But if you calmly say, "Uh, I got to call my lawyer. Uh, 
I'll say when I got my DUI, the only words that would come out of my mouth were I want to see a lawyer. I ended up losing my glasses because they were like, do you want to, are these your glasses? And I was like, I want to see a lawyer. Mm. And that was not effective. They didn't give a shit because okay. I was drunk and whatever. I was just talking about my butt anyway. It seemed legit though. Uh, I mean, saying you, you should always like Don't say you, touch you want that to table. see a lawyer. My bad. All right, you're good. I am okay. cutting off Greg Wade's head. <laughs> okay. He's uh, dead. I am cutting off Phyllis's hand. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, lawyer is not involved, but they... Uh, they're scared. They're, they're a little flexing. more scared. Yeah. I agreed to the polygraph. I agreed that we didn't need a lawyer. I I mean, and this is, this is Henry David Thoreau, Civil Disobedience, V for Vendetta, Tupac Shakur. That's who I was. I was all of those people oh, in one. And... I was fucking scared to death. I was like, hey, we don't need a lawyer. I love you guys. Please don't put me in jail forever. Right. And uh, they didn't put me in jail forever. Uh, they let me. They let me go. But they gave me. They gave me that curfew violation that I was most afraid of in the first place. So I got out, and uh, I've been free ever since. Except no, for you those, haven't. Those other times I got arrested. Wow. Okay. I guess my my biggest question is uh where are you when at which point were you most afraid and i'm assuming the point where you're most afraid is the point where you think you might have killed a guy and then erased it from your memory because <laughs> to me that's like i haven't experienced that What's that anecdotal experience like? Ooh, name drop. Yeah. That was I'm getting to the bottom of it. That's what I want to know. What's yeah. that like to think that you might be a murderer? Um, I didn't think I might be a murderer. I thought I might be a stabbing robber, which I think is better. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay. Either way, what's it like to think you stabbed a dude? I was, it was like 20% I might have stabbed a guy. 23%. But it's there. It's there, yeah. yeah. You've never had a thought like that? You've never been like, what if I've done a horrible thing that I blacked out? Uh, I'm a Christian. <laughs> so you'd be forgiven. I was not a Christian at the time. But you've just never, that's never even occurred to you? Have all? I ever thought, did I stab a guy? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm saying that it's not that dissimilar to like, was I an enormous asshole last night and didn't realize it? It's not that dissimilar to are there. But I can at least think of instances where I'm like, oh, I said that thing to that guy. Mm -hmm. He was tall and I might have made him feel weird. I'm not like, oh, I stabbed that guy and he might have felt weird about that. I'm just saying me stabbing a guy and me making a guy feel weird about being tall. It's the same feeling. I'm just yeah. It's a joke. It's bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. I was so. T- it was just terror. It was pure terror. The only reason that thought was able to be in my head was because I was terrified. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I've had th- thoughts that are akin to that, not as severe, because I've I've never been in that severe of a situation again. Yeah. But I've had thoughts that are akin, like. Like, uh, you know, you start, you know how when you do WebMD and you see symptoms and you're like, holy shit, what if I have pancreatic cancer? Yeah. Like, I've 
read about random psychology shit like symptoms of if you ever thought you were schizophrenic you ever thought you know you were a sociopath i've had those thoughts okay. i don't think that i am those things mm-hmm. but but it's just like that it's, it's that 20 like, percent. it's that maybe right like i might be completely insane i might be retarded and just everybody is is that bad that's bad that's not our word you can say that uh, safe retarded, space man you can say whatever you want cool man i thought Wayne Mimmit was yeah. a total racist was he no Okay, he's such a nice guy. No, he's he a, he's, he's a, not a racist. He's a sweetie. Oh, I just want to give him a hug. But I don't know him that well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I uh, yeah. So it's like it's similar to that. It's like, oh, was I? You know, what happened to me as a kid? Because I also am sad a lot, and everybody yeah. that is sad a lot is also a serial killer. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. It's just you're not in a rational mind state, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. So that that's how it felt. It felt the same way as when you think you might be a serial killer, which most people feel. That's the fe- that's yeah. the like, yeah, that's crazy. That's like a great. They need to make a movie about you. About me. But, in the movie, uh huh, you are the killer. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? Just like in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they never find you, just like in real life. Yeah, right. They blame a different Until guy. The statute of limitations are also up. Oh, yeah. This is a sting. Okay. Um, but no, I think that would be a good movie where they're like, you're uh, here. here's how it goes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's just you. It's the story of Greg Wade. Mm-hmm. Milk toast. He's eating milk toast and just hanging out, minding his own business, just uh, fooled around with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. hanging out in the park. All right. We're on your side. Cool. It's, it's like you're the protag, okay? Protag? Yeah. And Are then, you abbreviating protagonist? I am. Is that necessary? S- speeding it up, baby. See how much longer this took because of it? Well, you shouldn't have asked. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. <clears throat> you're the protag, and all of a sudden it's like you're being accused of murder. Mm-hmm. It's not a stabbing. It's a murder, <laughs> okay? Okay. And you start losing your mind. Okay. And you're like, did I stab this guy? Uh-huh. And then we're like, oh, wait, did the protag stab this guy? The protag? We're confused, okay? We're like, what's going on? And then it I gets... I keep thinking you're saying like a protag, like a tag The on protagonist. A did Greg Wade like stab a, a dude and a kill him? a t-shirt that's really professionally done. Dolce & Gabbana tags. Okay, let me finish my, uh, my pitch. About? I'm sorry. So we're like, and then it turns out you go home with your mom. Everything's okay. It's over. Mm-hmm. But then something at the end. I wink we, at the camera. You, no. 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 I don't like that. The body's found in my house? No. Did you have an idea? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, I, I'm doing something here. I'm sorry. Dude. Then there's something where we see some sort of like ring, your high school ring, laying by the body. Whoa. I was wearing uh, my grandfather's. I got goosebumps. I was wearing my grandfather's high school ring at the time. I might still have Is that, that true? Yeah. You don't. You know why? Because it's by the body. It's in an evidence room right now. <laughs> no, it's still in his body from the stabbing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said it wasn't. A, it could still be a stabbing. It's just also a murder in this scenario. I like the end of the movie where we're kind of going through the precinct and then we just kind of walk into the evidence room and there sitting your ring. I like that kind of, but I think it'd be better if it like zoomed in on his asshole and then went up his colon and went around his organs, and then you saw the ring in the organs. I do too. Okay. 
Um, I disagree. I, yours is better. I know it is. Um, I think there's something there, though. You know, it'd be I, a good movie. I don't think it's a movie. Uh, I watched Memento recently. Yeah, it's a good one. And Guy I Pierce. feel like that's the same movie, except better and already done. And why are you uh, why are you pooping on my movie? It's man? not your movie. You're it's a it's my life. I'm saying my life is not interesting. See, in order for your movie to be successful, I have to believe in myself, and that's not going to work. It's a, uh, it's a, okay. Fair. I still think it's good. Okay. Do, uh, do you have anything else on it? Any, oh, here's what I really want to know. Um, like put a bow on it. How did this experience affect your life? How did it change you? What did you learn from it? How are you better now because of it? Or are you worse? <laughs> I didn't get arrested for six years. It was six years until the next arrest. So maybe uh, maybe I learned not to... Do- no, you know what you learned. I don't know. Think about I, it, man. I mean, I mean, it wasn't really a learning experience. It was more like a... What do you think I did wrong? What did I do wrong in this situation? You tell me. I've never, I haven't really talked to a whole lot of people about this. And everybody at the time was just like, I'm glad you didn't stab somebody slash maybe you stab somebody. I'm not going to probe you. So. I guess, no, I don't think you did anything wrong. Yeah. Just that intense emotional experience, I feel like, would affect me in this. Here's how I think. I'm going to tell you how your emotional experience affected me. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it would make me feel as though I'm never safe. Like, I, like, to be, to have been convinced that I might have stabbed someone Uh would horrify me. Because at any point in time, I could think back and think, oh, at one point, I was, like, there was part of me that thought I might have stabbed a guy. Mm -hmm. Now, from now on, what other parts am I blocking out that could be true? That's just always been an enormous fear of mine. You're already crazy. Yeah, I was already... I mean, it's, is that crazy to be afraid of having blocked something out? Like, I don't know. I... My family had a... Like, my both of my parents had weird childhoods. And I don't know that they blacked anything out, but they were uh, intense childhoods. They had oh, not horrible parents, but, like, very abnormal parents. And... Uh, I, that idea always, I was always afraid of that. As soon as I started being sad, as soon as my parents got divorced and I started being sad, I was thinking like, I have all these happy memories of childhood. What if that was all bullshit and my entire life I've just been fucked up and don't realize it? But who cares? But you're saying you care. That's my thought. What I'm saying is like, that sort of thing was already in my head. Yeah. The idea that I'm never safe. I wouldn't like be worried. I wouldn't be like, oh man, maybe my childhood wasn't as good as I remembered it. Not that. Like, what if my childhood was horrifying and I'm pretending it was amazing? I guess, yeah. I get, uh, yeah. I If my childhood was horrifying and I've somehow blocked that out, I guess that's the good side of this weird disease I have. <laughs> the bad side is someone arresting me and saying like, oh, dude, you like killed a couple of bros, man. You're going to jail. A couple bros? Like a couple homeboys. A couple guys <laughs> like you. 
You were like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I like, killed some frat dudes. Like that's bros. I guess the thought of like maybe my maybe I'm remembering a better life than I had versus maybe I'm psychotic. Maybe I like am a murderer. I, I didn't think of it as psychosis. I didn't think like maybe I'm psychotic. I was just like, I'm not sure. I'm not. I wasn't confident. I was just was it was it was just not being confident. It's okay. like uh, if you get off stage and and you feel like you did well, but you're not sure. It was okay. like that. It was it Got wasn't. It. I don't know. No, it does make sense now. It was just like you were. You were just worried. Now you got done and you were like the whole thing was over and you were like, man, I was crazy to even think that. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. Okay. When I got out of the, uh, I almost said hospital. When I got out, of yeah, the- <laughs> it's like gotta be a similar thing. Like they tell you when to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when I got out of the police station, I was like, I can't believe I, I genuinely believed that for any even yeah. a second, and it was fleeting. Like I, it wasn't. I didn't admit to it. I, I didn't even like. I entertain the idea that maybe I wasn't sure. Right. But okay. it wasn't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I played it up more than it was. 23% might be high. Maybe 18. Okay. Is that safer? Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, you. I'm safely failing either way. I'm not getting into college yeah. with, with these percentages. So, I don't know. I don't think I have ever killed anybody. Okay. I'm like... 98% sure. I've already said that. But now everyone listening to the podcast, my mom was pretty sure I killed somebody. No, 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 no. She's thinking in her head, have I killed anyone? You think? Yeah, I, that's where thinking? my mind goes. My what? mind is like, what? That's because that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Well, that's seen... what makes a great movie. Sure. You've yeah. seen The Matrix, right? I had seen The Matrix at this point. I uh-huh. had already given up the idea that there are absolute truths. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You don't know anything. So that maybe that's why that thought was able to get in that with the terror. Yeah. But just like, yeah, you don't know anything. You don't 100% know anything. Yeah. Yeah. That just kind of feeling of like almost like nothing's real. Not even that. I mean, just that you can't a you can't be 100% confident about anything. Yeah. That it's foolish to be. Although I sort of disagree with myself now, not because it's true that you can be 100% confident, but just that being 100% confident in practice uh, makes you better. But that's irrelevant. But B, that you you just have your experiences to rely on and that uh, it's because prior to that sort of thinking, you sort of you think like you see something and it's there mm-hmm. and, and you feel something and it's there. And afterward you're just like, okay, every time I've done this, I've felt this table. Yeah. I can expect to feel this table, but I don't know. This is too metaphysical. No, I know what you mean. Everything you know is based on your own experiences. And honestly, it's based on your own memory. Yeah. That's what's really Which interesting. Which is not perfect. No, you need to read this book called Sublimin- uh, Subliminal. Uh-huh. Okay. It's really good because it talks about that. I think everyone needs to read it because it talks about you. The most of the things you remember, even that night, they're probably completely different. Yeah. It's wild. For sure. Just the way your brain like puts things together. That's why like eyewitness accounts, they're the least credible in court. Really? Oh, yeah. Le- less credible than like secondhand accounts? 
Yeah, that would be sure. <laughs> That'd be, so, that would be weird. Someone like told you a story and that like someone recalling the story you told yeah. is more accurate than the story itself. <laughs> so, OK, it's I the, was able to see through the, their bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's the second least credible. You got to read the book, but it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Like they talk about a um, a robbery and there were plenty of witnesses because it was at like a. I think it was a bank. It was like a bank in a downtown. Tons of witnesses. Everyone recalled it differently, and none yeah, of them were correct. For sure. It's I, wild. Uh, one time I w- we broke into tennis courts next to a bank, and the bank got robbed while we were playing tennis or something. And uh, the cops asked us about, like, if we saw the guy. And all of us saw the guy, and they got there were five of us, and there were five different descriptions of the guy. Yeah. I vividly remember that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, uh, that's what was cool about Memento, too, because he talks about that. He says, like, memory's not perfect. Like, what's perfect are facts. And he thought that facts were not open to interpretation, which is also incorrect, I think. I apologize for Greg. He's the last person to ever see Memento, and he's really excited. No, I've, I've seen it before. I just saw it recently and enjoyed it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll stop talking about Memento. You better. Guy but Pierce it is kind of so relevant. Sexy. Yeah. Guy yeah. Pierce. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Poor man's Brad Pitt. <laughs> he he wasn't anything except Memento, was he? Who, hey, Guy Pierce? Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. What else is he in? Lawless. That was a great film. He's in... Uh, was Lawless a film? Lawless? Um, or was it a movie? That was That's what I was getting at. Oh. It's a good film. Okay. <laughs> He's in a movie called... He's really great. I love Guy Pierce. Okay. He's in uh the Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker's bomb as shit. There Who you is go. he in Hurt Locker? He's in the very beginning. Okay. Um we've derailed. My bad. Um I blame you. I know. I blame me. I know. I always blame me. Okay. Greg Waite, do you have any dates to plug, dog? Dates? Yeah, you got any like shows coming up? Yeah, I do. Uh all right. Uh April 22nd through the 24th is going to be DeVita Fest, which is on Eden Avenue. And uh, it's going to be a bunch of music. And before all the music, uh, it's going to be an hour of comedy. So every night, it's 8 o'clock on the 22nd, 7 on the 23rd, and uh, 6 on... The 24th, an hour of comedy. Good people, you're going to be doing it, I hope, I think. Yeah, I am. Yeah, a bunch of other... I think it's going to be... Wait, what night is that? uh, I'm not sure which night I have you on, but I think you're on Sunday. That's the night I'm hosting. Kyle Jeffers is hosting on Friday, and I think Cal Jensen is going to be hosting on Saturday. You guys know those guys. Everyone listening knows those guys. Come out to Cincinnati. To the DeVita house. What, what? Yeah. I shouldn't... Can you delete that? Can you delete my what, what? Mm-hmm. Thank you. When I'm taking out the BFs. <laughs> the butt fuckers. Yeah. You're just making would, more work I for me. I thought I was allowed to say it. No. No. You said I could say it. You said you weren't going to say it. I don't know. We'll see what I do with okay. it. Okay. We'll cool. see how I feel. See how it sounds. sounds um, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Greg Waite. Thanks welcome. for the two podcasts. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, later.